I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. We are hanging out here at Elder Sun Brewery. I don't want to be Painter. here, I don't want to be here. I told you I don't want to be here. <laughs> uh, the last uh, couple, well, I'll tell you. Let, let's let, explain this one, Tom. So the first time we were here. My wife asked me if you guys couldn't find anybody else, so they're coming back here again. <laughs> the, uh, the, the first uh, time uh, we were here. Um, it, uh, it was a great show, but it uh, just got a little out of hand. Well, it was it was a really good show. It was really and the after show or non after show, as it were, that really were things. Well, what happened? What happened? Okay, we'll just get rolling in. This, we're at Elder Sun this week, hanging out. Robert Fry is our guest. Hey, yo. And yeah, so the first show, you know, right after you opened up, it was it was you know, came here. We had a really good time. We were close too, because it was a Tuesday. We weren't open on Tuesdays then. Well, you are now. This place now, is packed. Yeah, well, run club. But um, <laughs> so Tom walks in with a six pack of, hey, here's my barrel aged Scotch Ale. Let's have a good time. Team? I got to know. No, yeah. well, no, you had a bunch of beers in the back too. And you were well, like, and, and you were like, I don't want to drink our beers during this. It was show. not I all. I want to drink other people's. It was beers. not all Tom's. Those, fault, those led to that, right? So we started, started off high and we rolled down, <laughs> then we went right back up the mountain. Yeah. And so, so yeah. So, I mean, it was a fun time. Then that show uh, was a disaster. The second time we did the, the second show, time, I was you were out of town. Yeah, I was out of town. And we, and it was awesome. It was efficient. We got and out of here by nine. We got out of here by nine. <laughs> I ran a tight ship, guys. Terrible, I, I was so I was so scared about what happened the time before. I, I was making promises to Robert's wife, like like, <laughs> it's, this, it's, like these things are not going to happen again. Uh, <laughs> she <laughs> asked me this morning, like, I said, "Hey, remember, I'm going to be a little bit later tonight because I have a podcast." And she said, "That podcast," and I was like, "Yeah, that podcast." She said, "Remember what happened?" I was like, "But what happened the second time?" You see, like, yeah, so it should be good now, right? We should be. But no, except you're here now, John. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't make me the wild card. <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> yep. John, mm. John, if you would ask anyone that's friends with you on Facebook what you are, <laughs> they would nine times out of ten say wild card. Wild, wild card. card. Yeah. With, with optional herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why are you bringing personal life into this, Tom? <laughs> Darnell and I, we whoa, were... Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that was a bad time to come in. <laughs> so you and Darnell, huh? Darnell and I, we were Darnell. trying to figure out if you ever work out legs. Oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Leg days? Yes. Yeah, of course, man. You can't, you can't ignore the legs. Well, there was a time a couple months ago where... You swore I never work out. I was like, BS, man. Just solid. Like, in shape, gray bearded man. I from appreciate the waist these up. compliments. <laughs> man, look I think it was Tom who actually told cows, me. Man. Look, look. Well, those are genetics. I have those. Those are, those are solid. I mean, I, I don't, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, but it, you can't skip leg day. You Period. have to hit your squats. You have to keep. <laughs> you know, you got so much bullshit. We got to talk about this stuff <laughs> because it's January, so we got to talk about working out. You got to okay? talk about working out, right? Because yeah, yeah. that that'll, that'll end, you know, by the end of January. But but John right now, next week. But John doesn't work. John doesn't work out. Here, here's the only workout I can see John doing. John could be one of these guys that's like. Eh, I wake up, I do 30 pro-ups. I can see you being that guy, but I don't see you ever hitting a gym. I, I go through phases about with gym, but daily I will probably do at least 200 push-ups and 150 squats. Is that true? Yeah. I, I can't tell if that's true or not. Like, no, no, that actually, actually is true. Like right. lunges or no, squats? No, 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 like indie squats where you just like squat down. Just, just oh, like really? straight down, yeah. Body weight. Body weight. So you just do that while you're in your bedroom? Yeah, just wake up. Every day, wake up, stretch, and no matter how. Because you look like a military press freak. Nah, like, nah. you look like you military press. Well, you, you look like you have a lot of upper body strength. Yeah. Like, if you if we could take our two alcoholic lifestyles and combine <laughs> my legs <laughs> with. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, have, you, you, you run marathons. <laughs> yeah, and my legs. We would be a beast. Like, with our body, be like, how does this drunk yeah. do this? <laughs> it's like, you know, when Seinfeld and George, they got like. They realize that they can't date. They always fail when dating women. Mm -hmm. So they're like, "What if we both dated the same woman?" Yeah, and then we would both succeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's, it's when it started in COVID, right? Uh, oh, sure. Early COVID, where yeah, of course, you sit around doing nothing for a long time, other than going around the breweries and drinking a lot of beers. Right. And it's like, man, things have shifted. Yeah, I'm starting to, you know, age or whatever in my 40s, upper 40s. It's like. Things don't recover quite like they used to and, and everything else. So it's like, you know what? Just you're at home, just start doing push-ups. And like, how many push-ups can you do at one time? So I started and then all of a sudden before too long I would I could I, I could do a hundred without stopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then same thing with squats, right? So I sit there mm -hmm. like twenty squats. Oh that's tough. Now it's like it just it takes like five minutes to do my morning routine. So, so like uh, 200 push-ups, and I don't think I can do one push-up. So my nine and my 12-year-old. So uh, I, w I was in the military, right? And uh, my nine and my 12-year-olds, like all the punishments, they're old enough. There's no spanking anymore. No. It's either leg Doesn't lifts or push-ups now, yeah. right? That's a that, great. That, that really hurts. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Uh, Saturday, they each did 60 push-ups in the morning for screwing around. There was another 80 in the afternoon for screwing around, and then right, right before, right, right before they went to bed, there was another 20. Well, right? you know why it's a great punishment because you get better from it. Right? Well, I was yeah, trying. Yeah, you actually gain stuff from it. I tried yeah. to show them, like, hey, you know, uh, well, this is a radio show, so I can't really show you, but you know, you want your shoulders back whenever you're doing the push-ups. Mm -hmm. You don't want your shoulders rounded in. So, like, I tried to show them, and whenever I was showing them, I pushed up, and I was like. Uh, that's old. <laughs> that's how you do it. Whereas in my mind, I was thinking that is all I got. That one <laughs> push-up is one. all I got. <sighs> that's your dad, boys. I was like, <laughs> I am gonna right. pay for this in do the morning. Do sixty more of those. Do sixty yeah. more of those. I'll just be your hero here in the corner. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> baby, get the uh, get the baby bring, powder. Yeah. Bring, bring the heating pad. <laughs> bring the heating pad. And the icy hot. <laughs> yep. Now it's um, I don't know, man. It's just it's, it's like an easy thing to do. Uh, there's just also just a kind of 
Yeah, family. You know, a lot of men in my family kill over way too early. So it's like the same way. maybe between you know the amount of beers that I drink and the amount of exercise that I you know kind of do and yeah. vitamins I take or whatever. Maybe it'll work. I'm, I'm praying more for science to really step in and, <laughs> and, and take care of all this. No, I mean, I think we're all waiting for that pill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. like we're just like, give me that thing. Mm. Oh my I, god! I, I, hey, Tom, you like, look. Good. <laughs> oh wait, not that pill. <laughs> I'm not the only brewer, and I'm not the last brewer who's ever going to say this, right? But like, whenever I get asked, like, are you still working out? Yeah, I brew three times a week. Like there's oh, yeah you're you're doing a lot of heavy lifting. hundreds of pounds of grain and then yeah. I, I don't have a rake on my mash tun so I got to stir it and everything like that. But that being said, whenever I open this place, um, I did say like I'm gonna have a deadlift bar while I'm mashing. I'm gonna do deadlift <laughs> sets. That uh, that crap never happened, man. No, no, you don't need it. There are no weights in here. Uh, you already have a CrossFit gym, but. Uh, my Tetris game is amazing. Like I'm very good at Tetris. <laughs> it's interesting because it's all it, it is. It is strenuous work, right? But like, there's a lot I, of downtime too. You know, it, it's it's these moments of strenuous work, and then it's kind of like, yeah, hey, exactly. well, it's like construction sites. Like, because people are like, oh, you work in construction, you must be like fucking ripped or something like that because you're doing heavy mm-hmm. lifting and all this. You know, you're walking around construction sites. This is some of us out of shape people you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> like, 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 I mean, they're doing all man. It's manual labor. Oh, they're they're super strong when they do it. Yeah. When they do it. <laughs> when yep. they do it. But like, but it's all like this. It's like gushing yeah, over guts and like tacos and cheese squirting in faces. <laughs> and it's just kind of like it's, it's it's like no, it, it is very manly. But like, it's like where Al Bundy, forty year old persona persona <laughs> meets his twenty year old persona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. People had had a friend. He was like, "All right, let's do a contest, man. Like, who could get the the most rip?" And I'm like, "No, man, because that would require me to stop eating burgers, tacos, chicken wings, and drinking beer." No, you and work out so you can do that stuff. Exactly. That's why. You that's do it. exactly right. So, I mean, that's why I run. I run right because yeah. it's like I'm, all, I'm like, listen, I'm a shake right now. I'm not perfect shake. I like like it's like a pear. Yeah, but it's a shape. It's a shape. But it's, like, but what's inside I, is what matters. But, but stop running. <laughs> like literally, literally, <laughs> really, your organs inside, right? Yep. Healthy heart, big gut. Who gives a? Sh- if I stop running, that that shape becomes more like it gets a little more less rigid and more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gravity yeah. takes hold. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, they, they, they change their mind about even exercising because like, oh, it's going to take too long. But it's like, man, it, it's just small steps. Yeah. Hopefully. We're also, it's kind of like my kids in college. You just right? got to get there, right? Yeah. Because so there's, no, like, there's nothing even, else to do once you get there. Even if it takes you eight years to finish college, at least you're working towards that, yeah. right? And then so. Do something. And just it doesn't do all something. have to be bad. I did a Houston half yesterday, and I had you don't like have to four stop. beers and yeah. uh, Bloody Mary oh, and two, two fireball shots all, I like, yeah. all along the course. I yeah. was like, you know, you're not. You're not doing the pace. You're just running the race. Yeah, you <laughs> you do not have to stop drinking for an entire month in order to get in shape. I had and you try know January. Or you I you understand. you you know if I'm talking to you, if you think I'm talking to you, I am talking to you. You don't have to stop drinking in January in order to get in shape. No, 
No, no, you absolutely don't. And if you do, then that only means you stop drinking, you try to work out for a couple weeks, and then you start drinking, and then you feel guilty about something. If you stop drinking, if you say, uh, look, obviously, there are probably some, like, some, like, very strong people out there, right? But we all know the majority is, I'm going to stop drinking for January. And then a couple weeks pass, and you're like, eh, I'm going to go to Run Club, like tonight. I'm going to go. It's freaking packed here. I'm going to go to Run Club, and I'm going to run. So then maybe I'll have one beer. Well, you feel good. You put the time in. You should. Eh. That's why you work out. Well, that's also why I think just people put guilt on themselves, right? Constantly, people put guilt on themselves for doing something that either makes them feel good or makes them, I don't know, makes them happy. But it's like, why? Why? I mean, there's, I mean yeah, there's some things, you know, oh, man, I really want to do heroin. You know, don't do heroin. <laughs> But, but it's like, man, I ate a cheeseburger. Yeah, cheese you, you have different resolutions than me, John. <laughs> yeah, do each their own, man. You're, you're, I'm trying own. to experience new things. Your, yes. your example went off the rails, dude. I know. Like heroin does. to cheeseburgers. Well, I but, but you I know, didn't get your I point. I get called out for, but for not, not doing taking it heroin to the I feel like I did get your point, right? So, but, like, um, and on our third show, I feel like we know each other enough or too much, maybe, for us to do a podcast because we haven't said a damn thing about beer beer yet. I was like, but let me make this point real quick. If you set yourself up, look, know your limitations, right? If you want to have a beer every once in a while, if you want to have a cheeseburger every once in a while, that doesn't mean that you're a fat ass and you can't work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? This, this, is, this is definitely the... It, like we we, did, we didn't talk about this last week, but if, if we ever did have a dry-ish uh, January segment, this was the one we probably had, hey, right? Hey, hey, I propose let's do let's do dry June, okay? Let's not do dry, <laughs> dry first month of the year for the small yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. Okay? The small business let's needs, do, needs it. How then. about uh, how about July fourth, August fourth? Or yeah. on July fifth, August fifth. Yeah, exactly. You know, Choose like, those like, dates, please. Like, like when it's so yeah. hot outside, no one's coming to your brewery. I know, anyway. no one's <laughs> coming anyway. Let's do let's do dry July. Right? Know? January. Some of the best weather Some we of the have best in weather Houston. Weather we have. Yeah. Currently, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh no, don't go to a bar. Um But uh yeah, what are we drinking? So we're at number two, so this is the hazy pale. Yeah, that's that's uh that's Lil Belly. That's our hazy pale ale. Um Five point three percent, around thirty IBU. It's uh, delicious. Brew one, mm. El Dorado, Citra. Yeah, man. Uh, so, all right. How much time is left in the segment? Uh, a couple minutes. All right, cool. So, um, I had, I had a bad. Never mind. Stint. We don't have time. <laughs> Hold that thought. <laughs> now we'll, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk more with Robert Fry over at Elder Sun Brewery. And we will talk about beer. We will, yeah, we, we will talk about beer. Although I still have a lot more to talk about. Right? Okay, never mind. I won't talk about it. Drinking Bages here on ESPN. We'll be right back.
Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HJX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas, come out to No Label. Alright, we heard back. This is Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. Stop Panner, John Denman, DJ Muscratch, and we're hanging out with Robert Fry over at Elderstone Brewery. Here in Houston, Texas, uh, kind of, I don't know, what do, you, what, do you, what do they describe this area as nowadays? Because it well, seems like they're always, it's lower heights. Was- John. Washington adjacent? John. <laughs> and anybody who listened to the first podcast, we're across the street from Kroger, John. Come on. <laughs> I know, I know you're across the street from Kroger, and everybody knows this Kroger. But not the but, disco one. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, but we are here. We are having. Uh, We're technically in the heights. We are having beers. Uh, John just down the the hazy pale. I did. Yeah, uh, a little belly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, right right before we left, uh, we were drinking the uh, little belly, the five point three percent hazy hazy pale ale. Um, and I was talking like, all right. So I went through a span of time where my IPAs just weren't turning out so um, what do you mean by that you know i wasn't happy with uh how much dry hop i was having to use i wasn't happy with uh whether the amount it was of hops that you're actually having to use yeah compared to the amount of beer that you're actually making yes so like was there a waste level going in there um was the beer too dry and it wasn't supposed to be dry? Was it, uh, was it not dry enough and it was supposed to be dry? So I sort of crawled into a hole, and all this brewing stuff is rabbit hole after rabbit hole after rabbit hole, right? So I went back. I read a couple of uh, the books that I read a long time ago. Uh, I was a kid who was, like, heading back to school trying to learn, like, what the heck am I doing wrong, you know? Anyway, so um, went back in, revamped uh, the Little Belly recipe, the Shapeshift recipe, Brew Belly recipe, and I wrote a couple of new hazy recipes as well. So, like, uh, revamping um, what the ending gravity was, working with some enzymes, when to dry hop. So, sort of got into, like, more knockout dry hops, like early, early dry hops Mm -hmm. for uh, most of the dry hop. And then, um, and then yeah, just uh, making sure that my final gravity was where I wanted it to be. So um, you can literally homebrew for, like, 13 years, open your own brewery, run it for a year, and still wake up in the morning and think that you're just completely freaking lost, right? And just like restart so for about six weeks uh i brewed stouts i brewed stouts i brewed ambers i brewed the christmas ale uh i got away from you know uh little belly shapeshifter brew belly and you know you walk in this place and you look at the board and you say man i got 12 beers on the board but i'm not happy about three or four of them that's not a good feeling you know so um 
I think we're in a good place now, though. Um, I reset. I'm ready to get going. We've. Uh, I think that we're gonna like really tackle a lot of West Coast options moving forward here in the next um, eight to nine weeks. We're gonna get into the logger game uh, here in the next month or two. Um, I mean that in itself gives a lot of challenges. Loggers are a lot of are a huge challenge. I mean. Um, I pride myself on like uh, sort of like a water nerd, you know what I mean? And um, that's one of the harder things. Also, like I've never brewed with uh, flaked corn, flaked rice, or anything like that. And I'm I'm gonna try it out. The cool thing is is that I'm small enough where whenever you walk in this brewery and you look at my board, there are eight beers up there where you are you are a guinea pig, right? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm literally watching, is this guy really going to drink all this beer, <laughs> right? And if he does, is he going to come back and order another one, right? Um, we've definitely got our staples, right? Like, Little Belly Bean 1, Midi Back, Shapeshifter. Um, we've got the staples, but um, of the 12, I mean, 7 or 8 are, are probably things that uh, you're trying it, and I've only brewed it once. And that's the cool thing. But moving into year two, we're we're um, we're trying to work out what our core beers are. We're getting into more more of the outside sales. We're trying to create like who we are. But on the other side of that, and uh, no label does a great job at this, right? Like you guys are huge, ex- extremely successful. But you don't see the same. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, I appreciate all this, but <laughs> I appreciate that. But I haven't actually, heard about uh, that condo in Aspen yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you don't it's, it's see the duplex. same. Like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't always see like like the same three, four, five, six beers. Like y'all are always coming out with something new. You know what I mean? And I really respect that about you guys. And and I think that a lot of breweries should do that, right? Like, like your customers don't want to walk in and see the same beers always on the board. I mean, yes, you do want, like, old faithfuls, right? Four or five. But, but like, it's okay to try some new stuff out. And you want to. And you want to. Yeah. Well, because you never know when the home run's going to hit, uh, right? I, you never know when the home run's going to hit, right? So, um the beer that uh, I was drinking and that you're drinking now, um, that's an English Dark Mild. It's a 3.7% English Dark Mild, right? Um, that's one of the beers I'm drinking right now. Well, that's one of the beers you have <laughs> over there. Yeah. There's a smorgasbord at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I brewed and it's that. it's easy drinking and delicious. Yeah. I literally brewed that beer so that I would have something um, at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, whenever all my family was around. And I wasn't going to be the drunk in the corner puking, you know what I mean? I mean, you so, had to drink like 30 of them to but, get to that point. But, man, that uh, it's a porter, right? Yep. It's a thin 3.7% freaking porter, you know what I mean? Like, So there's yeah, a lot we, of flavor there. Yeah, we've talked on the show a lot, though, about yeah. how like the easiest, the, like, what's the beer that, that people – in the brew house or in the tap room, always drink. Crispies. And it's always the lightest one. Yeah, lightest beer. <laughs> exactly. How many, like, what? Like, every time I look at a board, I'm like. What can I drink all day long? What can I have <laughs> six of? Yeah. 
because I'm going to be here an hour. I drink faster than all my friends. What can I have six of where I'm not going to get that, just in trouble? That, you know that, I mean? that, that is true. You, you will drink faster than all your friends. <laughs> you know your math. But you've also yeah. got <laughs> you've you've also got that like the other crowd who's like, hey, man, throw this in a barrel for me. Right. I want something 11 percent. I want to get mm-hmm. I want to get smacked in the face. Yeah, I'm on a mission. I have a two hour window. But from a brewer standpoint, yeah, I'll brew that beer. It'll be on the board for six months because it takes that long to sell yeah. that dang beer. Right. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you make, you know, 3.8 percent lager that's gone in a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Why was this in the tank for six weeks? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, that whole idea is... It's Pressure like the, fermentation. One thing that I talked about back in the pub days was like a profitability per tap per hour. Right. Right? So... You'll how, take a hit on a couple of them. On a right? couple of them, you might. And it's fine. Right? And, and I, I pulled stuff off and never put it back on because I knew that there was more money to be made by putting other beers on sometimes. Sorry, quick. Remind me that I have a story that I got to tell you about that. Is okay? this during the break? No. Next segment. Next segment. Remind me. I got a story to tell you about that. I smell cinnamon. If what I'm drinking right now. You're drinking Yippie Kaye. That's our Christmas ale. Mm. Uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what am I drinking? Oh. So Kevin's mom, <laughs> India Pale Ale from No Label, which is... <laughs> which is uh, hey, uh, if you've ever had a Cali Boy, it's on the same freaking level as Cali Boy, which, uh, remind me, Tom, that's one of the best IPAs in Texas, isn't it? <laughs> I think that's what the article said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 the, the world, maybe, uh, if you went by the article. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, you get those awards, and all, all, all it means is it's like, okay, it's good. Like, right? Like, yeah. So, uh <laughs> I was brought a six-pack. So Kevin's mom is uh, on the same level as Cali Boy. Yeah, I think so. Like, it, it is... Uh, that is what I drink mostly whenever I go to the brewery. It's refreshing. Is that or when the hot solos? Yeah. It's smooth. It's not like... It's not going to smack you in the face. It's mm-hmm. going to tickle you in the this is, wherever. This is one of those, uh, like, years ago six situations five. that's going, like... like It was, like, 2020-ish when... Tra- uh, trailer came on, and when the first beers that it, it's hard for because we're this produc- production brewery, right? Right. Like we, like we have accounts, so we have to keep on. So we bring on a new brewer, and he's doing old people's other recipes, and he's refining them. But ultimately, he's but he the first thing out out of the tank was Cali Boy, that was his own, and mm-hmm. it's and John. I remember John doing this road trip with his wife, going to like Big Bend. And he stopped in and he was like, "Give me a case of Cali Boy," <laughs> and, and and it was a huge compliment because it was like it's like, oh, John's like this isn't John our that was, friend that was this my is John beer fan yeah that was my award for hiking I forgot how many six hundred feet or a thousand feet up to whatever I don't know the long hike twelve mile thirteen mile hike is we that all was know my award. Shape. But, there there, there are know. certain beers uh, like I well think. I had a, I had a, had a, <laughs> I had a turkey and cheese sandwich and a Cali boy sitting over there looking over Mexico and I'm like it doesn't get much better than this there are breweries like I think like Brewbelly or uh, or if you go to Hound Song like I would say 
or they're burning daylight. Oh, so yeah. Fort Lake, it's just like, they're in Columbus, they have this beautiful 4.5% uh, Pilsner, and it's just like, it's just like, it's, it's just, it is fantastic. It is. And like, it's, it's one of those beers that like, it doesn't, you know, it's like, it just defines the place. It, and it's good. And Cali Boy, at that time, that, and, well, still is, uh, it's just one of those beers that kind of like, it's like, so, great. So, uh, my take on Cali Boy, and, uh, and I'm not sure how you're going to take it, but, but like, um, I would take it as a huge compliment just to set you up. <laughs> for okay, I don't know what you're about to say, though. It's right. <laughs> so, Cali Boy is one of those beers where you drink it, and you set the glass down, and you're thinking, like, what do I think of this beer? And then you drink it. What do I think of this beer? And you haven't actually come up with like what you actually think of the beer. And then you look down and the glass is empty. And it's like, I'm going to have another one. Yeah. And I'm going to try and like see what I like about this beer again. And then you figure out that like, there's just, there's just so many things that I like about this beer. It's a really approachable that, IPA. That I can't, yeah. It's not slapping you in the face. It's not super no, bitter. No. But, but the first time it was brewed, you know, when I remember you were super excited. You're like, come over, mate. You got to drink this Cali Boy. So well, can you have to imagine this is 2020 and we just had this 2020. Beer. Just, just, and, just and come over, anybody. He brewed that beer and we were tasting out of the bright. And then he, he had never made a beer before. He had made other. He, he, he was making, you know, El Hedde, yeah. Nitani, whatever. Yeah. They, uh, and then I remember just taking a sip of it and just being like, and everyone's like, looking. We're going to be in the trailer. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> I don't have to fire you. Well, because you just yeah, never know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to let you go, but now I, I don't really have to. like you. You, you never know because they bring you beer samples and talk a lot about like, oh, like hey, what man. they know. But until someone is actually like, you know, but like you're doing something on a brew team, like it's, yeah. like, I, it's like I worked at Elder Sons, like like with Robert, and, and it's like, but did you make the, like what is what did you make anything? Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. w- are you following someone? Or are you leading someone? Well, you don't know. You yeah. really don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, or or they've been around the industry a long time, and you can like you're going, you can talk to like an Aaron Inkrod or a Huggy Bear or someone to be like, and then it's like, no, this, <clears throat> you know, it's fucking good. Yeah, yeah, but like, but especially someone coming in from out of town, the and then, but so like, um, I know exactly what you're talking. So, I had a moment like that with Midiback, our Amber. It's our number one seller, and I'm just about to finish it. Number one, I'm proud of the fact that I have an amber, and it's our, like, main beer, which, like... Which one was the... What was the beer that you was paying your bills for the longest time? Brewbelly. Brewbelly. I like Brewbelly. Yeah. But uh, Midiback is an amber. It's our number one seller. Uh, We're actually out of it right now. It'll be back next Friday. This was the first time where uh, my family and I, we go snowboarding in Steamboat every year, sometimes twice. Uh, uh, It's a great spot. The boat. Shout out to Storm Peak, Mountain Tap. They have a new brewery there called uh, Valley Hops. One of them shut down. Uh, Uh, That was, uh, oh man, I know I'm drawing a Something knife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yes. It was the knife brewery. Mm. But um, so last year, 
We went to uh, Steamboat. All I drank were Ambers, which is not hard to find in Colorado. R.I.P. Fat Tire. But um, uh, I drank Ambers for a week uh, on the plane ride home, wrote the recipe, came back, worked on the water for about three weeks, made the beer. And that was the first time where I made a beer. And on the first try, it turned out spot on. That's it. And that was the moment where, like, not to sound like super cliche, but like that's just, the just go ahead and like, sound super cliche. I sat down and I said, "Man, maybe I can, maybe I can freaking do this." You know what I mean? That was the beer that did it, and like that beer will always mean the world to me, right? So we went back to Steamboat a couple weeks ago, um, snowboarded. And my wife asked me, she's like, what style of beer are you going to drink this time? And I did all lagers, right? Let me just say, Colorado is not a lager state. <laughs> but I drank nothing but lagers the whole time, so we're going to get into more lagers uh, this spring, right? And I think that, that like, that's the whole process of, like, we're finding ourselves. I mean, I started off with, uh, we opened this brewery with, a lot of things that were like right inside my wheelhouse, right? Stouts, browns, uh, a milk porter, um, hazies, right? Like, like those were like in my wheelhouse. And now I'm starting to branch out. I have an ESB now, uh, which I'm drinking right now, and it's actually pretty damn tasty. Thanks, man. Um, uh, that beer's a lot harder than a lot of people give it credit for, but um, I have an ESB now. We have another hazy in the tank, but like that's going back to like all the research that I did, trying to figure out what the heck I was doing wrong. So that's turning out pretty good. We've got some uh, some West Coast IPAs, some some uh, loggers coming in. Um, we will bring back uh, the orange creamsicle sour that everybody always asks me for. That that. That should be back, I think, March, April. We're definitely starting the year with more of a challenge, right? Well, I mean, you're just challenging yourself, right? Yeah. Not, not, not more of it. You already have a challenge, you know, going on right now in the whole Houston market of just existing yeah. is a challenge. But you're challenging yourself to make a bunch of different beers uh, and, and try new things that you're not really exactly used to. Uh I'm trying to make beer that I've seen that sells a lot. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is not which is not your Browns, your Porters, and stuff like that, right? So, like, although although I'm the trying Amber, to get into the lager market a little bit. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break. We get back. We'll talk more. Robert Fry here at Elder Sons Brewery. Drink of Ages. Our friends down in Dickinson is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. KT Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KTWellness.com. 
Why not feel your best again? TTWellness.com. Hey, Houston, this is Bryce with 11 Below Brewing. I'd like to invite you to come out and see us. We're located just outside the Beltway up by Willowbrook Mall. We're open Thursday and Friday night, Saturday and Sunday afternoon as well. And if you're lucky, you might even get a hug from Jeff while you're here. If you're looking for some great little fun beer to beat this Houston heat, Taco Tuesday is our jam. Got a little bit of lime and salt, super refreshing, and crushes the summer heat. You can find it at your local grocery stores and liquor stores. Check us out on social media at Lembelow Brewing. This is the dreaded uh, third segment. This is dreaded third segment. Yeah. I don't yeah, have Robert Robert Luckily, Fry. you're not going to like surprise us with any barrel-aged <laughs> beer. So. No, I'm not. So, because you don't have anything in barrels. <laughs> uh, you see, it's it perfectly keeps planned. It keeps going back uh, to the first show. I never listened to it, you but I don't remember the third segment. Well, here's what happened. Muscratch wasn't there. And oh yeah, he wasn't. No, yeah, was yeah, scratch was not there. It was there. a little midi box. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, because yeah. remember, so we, I had to record. We did the, a complete segment show. that John forgot he. I forgot to hit record. He record. And that's where it went wrong. Yes, because we. Oh, drank. that's right. So we absolutely did an extra segment yeah, that day, and, and we went a little too strong in that first segment. <laughs> what was bad is that you the know, first segment I mean, was was fucking fire too, man. I've I've done I've done that. Several times Must where uh, we just start talking and I like totally forget to hit request. Why? That's why I have a producer. That's why I have someone amazing like DJ Muskrat that can make this show sound way better than what it, you know, if, I don't know. Show up here, hang out, listen to what the show is. Yeah, but you know, John on his own, like he'll he'll you know sometimes there's a quarter It's like press record and it's like ready and then you got to press it again and John doesn't. <laughs> it's happened before at JBF uh, yeah. years ago. Uh, yeah, JBF. <laughs> that was another one. Like halfway through, I'm like, ah, 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 damn. Let's go get a beer, yeah. and when we come back, we're going to record the first segment again. Luckily, we did, we, we we were able to get everything that, this year for what was uh, the most impromptu, most epic show ever <laughs> at JBF. Oh, at JBF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. JBF was. Rare beer, Denver rare beer tasting. Yeah, that that one, that one worked out real well. Yeah, when you get to sit back and talk to the people, yeah, yeah, but, the billionaire of craft beer, yeah, yeah, it, Sam like, Cozzioni. Yeah, it's like Sam Adams here in Nevada, and like just all these people like just sitting in a room, and you're just like, he was on your you podcast. Yes, no shit. They were just talking. We were just there. I don't know where you've been, man, but you know the show does pretty well, Robert. I know it I does mean, well. It's I know it does well. I wanted to bring up the fact that, like, uh, uh, the first all, show. Because of all the organization. Because <laughs> I'm this is just the organization. The first show, buddy. the brewery was empty. We had just opened. And uh, we were strangers. The mm-hmm. first segment had to have been gold. You know what I mean? Of like course. it had to have been golden. Like it and it's just lost. Probably the best radio that's lost that in we the ether, played, man. and unfortunately no one will ever hear it. And the rest of the show was just us talking about Kroger. 
<laughs> and then shit that I don't remember. You said yeah. you didn't listen to it, man. I didn't. <laughs> you, rem- you, you remember that, that I much? I was there. Uh, I was there too, man. Yeah. But I don't. I don't remember that part. I mean, we definitely talked about Kroger because yeah, 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 and a little bit about beer. Let's drink this last beer. I actually got a sample of this so that I could have it with you guys. Spice. This is spice. This is our Mexican chocolate stout. It's a good one. A lot going on with this beer, man. Uh, so uh, spice on the back end, nice. Yeah, it's just a tickle on the throat, right? It is a tickle on the throat. Yeah, hey. Which would have been a great name for the beer. Spice is a little lazy. Tickle in the throat. Tickle in the throat. I'm not sure if I could get approval That's through TABC on that one. But, uh, more people um, appreciate that one. So, so all of the peppers are locally grown, right? So there's, uh, there's uh, Reaper. There's Carolina Reaper, Wajio, Little Tabasco, which the Tabasco pepper... I don't think many people have ever had that pepper outside of the sauce, right? But it, it's a very smoky pepper. That Carolina Reaper is definitely there. The Carolina Reaper, man. So this was a five-barrel batch, and I had uh, three Carolina Reaper peppers in the boil and three in the fermenter. Uh, it's a milk stout, so there is some lactose in it. Um, vanilla bean as well. Some cocoa nibs, so you're as, getting as a part nibs. owner of Blood Brothers, I, I, I've fallen victim to many uh, Carolina Reaper pranks from Kui. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so uh, I'm like, oh, that's my old friend, <laughs> enemy. <laughs> it's definitely got that like uh, you're first hit by all the chocolate, right? The chocolate hits you first, and well, the smoke comes it's, next. It's very smooth. When you first drink it, yeah, but that but it's that it's that lingering. Little, oh, it tickles a little the lingering heat. It's the tickle. It's the tickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't appreciate a good tickle in, in the, the back of the throat? In the throat. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what. Never mind. <laughs> but no, like like you definitely get like the lactose and the mouthfeel first, and then uh, and then, the and, and it, yeah, then a lot of the chocolate, <clears throat> then some smoke, and then some tickle. You know what I mean? Yes. So, um I'm very proud of this beer, man. Like, uh, I bet you would be. <laughs> <laughs> you sack of <laughs> <laughs> They put this crap on the radio. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's censored. <laughs> uh, most of the time. I'm most trying not. Hey, hey, so uh, I'm a former Marine. Uh, uh, who's a brewer who worked in the oil and gas, right? So, like, I'm trying not to cuss. I think I've slipped up twice. Why? Twice. So, so you associate Marines and people in the oil and gas with not cursing? Because no, this, they this do curse. A, this no, would be an interesting twist. And, and <laughs> no, the fact that, that he's on the radio and he hasn't really started I'm consciously trying not to curse, yeah. right? Like, if my nine-year-old were here, he wouldn't know who I was, you know? Right. Who's this guy? Yeah. yeah. He'd, be like, he'd be like, Dad, you make us watch Tarantino movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I live with uh, a nurse who grew up, I don't know, whatever. Kelly's, like, cusses way more than anyone I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, but, like, she's so dry basis. about it. She's, she's, she's It just blends right in. Yeah, well, she's like... 
John, get the f- out of your mouth and let's go. Yeah. And just kind of like what? All the audience, all the audience just heard was, Sean, get the. And then there was, mouth. and then there was a pause. And then there was a pause. I mean, fill in and the blank. Right? Fill in the blank. They will fill in the blank with the Drink of Ages coloring book coming in this yeah. December. <laughs> it's like. Uh, like yes, you were listening to XM, and you just drove through a massive, uh, like overpass, no. and you didn't hear that. Yeah, oh. see, there it goes. Sorry. <laughs> There's yeah. a really large <laughs> hanging our way. Like, yeah. what, 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 what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what was fun was when I put it in my mouth, and then all of a sudden, that and tickled your throat. Tickled my throat. <laughs> tickled my throat. <laughs> yeah. What a wonderful beer. What a wonderful beer. What a great beer. <laughs> I'm not going to that brewery. <laughs> uh, here comes the protest. <laughs> Sorry, Southern Star, man. You're going through some hill. Oh. Move on. We're not talking about that. <laughs> that that's a segment conversation. We're not talking man. about that. <clears throat> We're not talking about that. Uh, so, um, we got some oh. good events coming up. Uh, <laughs> events. I mean, we're some, some book signings. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. we're a small brewery. Not a lot of events. Uh, we're gonna bring back uh, a lot of the food trucks in February. Um, so we'll start doing more food trucks in February again. Uh, we always have uh, the restaurant next door. All pizza, wings, salads. Uh, and you can order it from the bar. They'll, they'll actually walk it over to you. But um, we're going to start getting more food trucks in February. I'm, I am doing more lagers, more West Coast IPAs, that sort of stuff. Um, so uh, when you say that, what exactly are you going to try to make? Like, you have any ideas of some of the new beers that are going to come out? You're, you're talking about, like, a West Coast IPA. Uh, it's, yeah, it's It's... it's I have a West Coast IPA called Fractions. Like, how deep you want me to go here? Okay, Fractions. <laughs> I've I have a West Coast IPA called um, Fractions coming out. It's going to be uh, Simcoe, uh, a little Topaz. I think Fractions. And you don't Cascade. go very deep, right? You don't go very For deep. Fractions. I mean. You're laughing. It's funny. I heard you. It's funny. It's, it's a good name. <laughs> it is a good name. I couldn't let that pass. It's not going to tickle the throat for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I've got uh, a Pilsner, West Coast Pilsner, uh, which is going to be um, uh, a lager, super crispy, but it's also going to have some Simcoe, some Strata in it as well. And then uh, then we've got a new pale ale that's uh, coming out. It's going to be a lot of Cascade, a lot of Columbus. And a then, little traditional. Oh, super traditional. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, um, I think that's what people want, right? Have I ever shared my theory? I mean, that's what I want. Have I ever shared my palate theory with you guys? I don't think you have. All I right. think so, now's a good time to. <laughs> so it's also a great name for a beer. Palate theory. Palate theory. <laughs> palate theory. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me while I open my notes on my iPhone. Uh, Palatheory is a great name for a beer. Palatheory, you're not going to use it, are you? No, no. Well, like, we're 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 too we're too crude, and we're calling well, Kevin's mom. We're like, by Saturday morning, somebody somebody <laughs> will be using it. So, somebody will be using it. But um, 
We celebrate people fucking pies. That's uh, where we're different. Perhaps. So, <laughs> <laughs> my palate theory is that like uh, we've we have completely attacked our palates in the past eight years, right? So, uh, sorry, not eight years, uh, twenty years, right? And I feel like I feel like that's why hazy IPAs are so popular, is because. Uh, we attacked our palates in the early 2000s, right? So everybody was uh, trying to go like super IBU, 100 IBU, 120 IPU. Stone Unlimited. came out with one. Like yeah. Stone actually stated a 200 IBU freaking beer. That's not even possible, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know how you calculate that. But like, um, so we've assaulted our palates with like, like aggressively hopped stuff. In the early 2000s. And then we got into the sour market where it got sour, right? And then we got into the hazy market where, hey, it's not like, uh, it's not super bitter, but there's a lot of hops going on, right? And I feel like that's one of the reasons that I think the market is leaning back towards uh, more traditional styles like I like ESB, Amber, your Pilsners, stuff like that, right? So like... Why is there, why is there a crispy craze right after a hazy, a West Coast, and a sour craze? I think that that like we've assaulted our palates. You know what I mean? Palate fatigue. Palate fatigue. And I, and I think that we need to reset them, right? And I That'd think that'd be a great name too for a seltzer. <laughs> palate, palate fatigue. Palate like, fatigue. Just like great seltzer name. Tastes like vodka. <laughs> So <laughs> done, but like, that's why every year you see people they get into a stout craze, and is it like is it stout just because it's cold? I mean, it it doesn't do anything to your body whenever you like like you're just tired of drinking, you know, fruity. Sh- well, I mean, but the entire that, that, summer, you know, what goes I mean? with food also, right? I Same mean, thing. With our food. brains are trained to want. Crawfish this time of year, and, and this sprinkle this time some of year lime on it. Else. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Get those uh, super spicy tacos that are salty, and put some lime on them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like even it out a little bit. And I feel like that's where I think um, I think that like old school, old school stuff is really coming back. Right, like, like I would expect. You think to see, you think we're gonna get back to like the '90s brew house where you had five styles of beer? I do, I do, and but seasonal styles, right? So, like, I think in the spring, have a hefe, have a wit, have a pale ale, have an IPA, have a lager, right? But like, um, and then once you get into the autumn, you'll have a brown, you'll have an amber, and. Like, outside of your core beers, right? But I do think, and this is one of the things that, like, I'm really struggling with. It's, like, finding my core beers because uh, your core beers have to last year-round. And they got to be drinkable year-round. And um, anytime I've got a customer who's like, man, when's your brown coming back? Well, it's August. <laughs> I'm not making a brown in August, right? I got a, I got a killer Kolsch coming out. You know yeah, your I mean? core beers will also evolve over time, though, too. Right? Like, yeah. And, and like, and, and they'll, they can, they can evolve as in, like, 
that are part of that. Well, it becomes it becomes at, it becomes a strategy, right? They, I mean, they, they may leave that court. Line, if you're, like, you yeah, know. then they may leave. But if, if you're able to kind of mold like a whole schedule of beers that's being released, and people are looking forward to those beers and come to the tap room for those beers at that time. And also, who says what the minimum number of cores is? You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like, well, the like, count of your fermenters says the limited amount. Yeah, of cores yeah, yeah. Is what pretty much. Is. No, but you're doing, you're doing all this stuff right well, now. Well, you're right? able to, yeah, yeah, to produce. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, it's like, it's like what, what's something that's gonna be dedicated X Y Z, right? Like, yeah. So, what are your cores? So right now. Uh, I would say midi back is definitely a core. Lil Belly's a core. Shapeshifter is a core. But outside of that, I mean, it's it's wide open. I would like to. Uh, I have a I have a new American logger coming out called Yard Sale. I would like for that one to be. Uh, I I have high hopes for that. I mean, until right. you, until you put beers in in stores where people are buying into sets. When people are buying it, like essentially they're they're buying into the contract of that you're going to deliver this beer year round, and like, yeah, right. The cores that you deliver, it doesn't matter. It, it fluctuates, it matter. right? It, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't Make really matter, right? <clears throat> well, unfortunately, we got to wrap up the show. We have um, to, yeah. Uh, sit around and talk to you, Robert. Well, I'm sure we will continue to sit around and talk. And you can find that part somewhere on the dark internet. If you can find it, it's going to be there. We will record it. And John, where will we be next week? Damn it, Tom! You always ask me this. You know, like right, right when I, oh, next week we're going to be over at Platypus. Yep. Oh, uh, right down the road. Yep. You thought this one was going to be bad? Get some fish and chips, bro. Oh, fish and chips. Like, and yeah, yeah, get, get your Uber. No, uh, yeah. Exercise your liver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, because uh, if you think this is bad. <laughs> uh, platypus is uh, Sean over there. Uh, he's and, uh, and, and they have liquor. They also sell in. liquor. And they liquor. I will not be anywhere Indeed. near you. So, guys. Yeah, you shouldn't show. be. Uh, I'm gonna get an Uber, and that that is that is not a lie because uh, it's the best way. My yeah. wife is thinking about getting a puppy and naming it John Tom and kicking it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, awesome. you know, <laughs> I mean, part, it's I not, actually, but it's awesome. I actually, actually, like part of the one Are you gonna of the shave it all. I thought about just growing a beard. Just keep the beard growing. Whenever, whenever I was driving over kicking. here, whenever I was driving over here, I was thinking, I was like, man, would be fun to talk about it. It's like, you know what? Kicking you know, Robert's married. <laughs> no, Robert's married. And it's Happily. like, man, like, how how is that marriage going? Like after a couple of years Great. of running a brewery. Great. And and then then now I know that she blames me for all your problems. You know, John, we, we need to work does. on a Valentine's yes. show. We can bring hey. in we can bring in the spouses I can of all it. our guests. Okay. I can I, we can it. bring in the spouses of all our guests and have a round table <laughs> and just talk about like how is it like when everyone goes home? Oh, a Valentine's Day show <laughs> yeah. with nothing but the spouses? It's just like a complaint form. All right, we're booking that one right now. Oh, hey, Melanie, <laughs> Melanie, Lori. Oh, don't mm-hmm. let Kelly on the mic. No. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, well, on top of that, because she cusses way too much for ESPN. But well, yes. uh, uh, and I don't want to hear. Lori likes us too much. She she, she, she wouldn't tell the truth. <laughs> Lori's super sweet. Yeah, She's yeah. super sweet. I know. I know how she feels because Val's told me. But like, uh, but but she would never say it publicly. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, Ben. Hey, Robert, thanks for having us out, oh, man. It's no, been a whole lot of fun. Uh, thank you to everybody hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. The Darnell pouring the good beers. 
And, man, this is Drink of Ages Radio Show. We'll talk to everybody next week.